the butt and the mouth are not the same system. Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Where's the Mr. Pib? <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who's too buff to get tipsy. It's Mark. Hey, guys. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we were supposed to watch 2019's Us, Whoa. but we couldn't really make it happen. So instead, we're watching The Next Best Thing, a movie that's almost the same, 2006's Slither. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Very been, comparable movies. They have been equated. Yes, exactly. And we will dive into that real soon. And when we do, we're going to spoil the nonsense out of it. So fair warning on that. Now, for those of you that are familiar with our Cracker Jack operation, we'd ask that you take a minute to head on down to whatever podcasting app you listen to this on and like, rate, and review it. It may not seem like much, but it actually really, really does help, especially the reviews part. But for now, we'd better do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Yes. What are your beers for these fears? Okay, I got a few. Uh, first off, this is a movie about having a large family, at the very this least. This is already going poorly. Well, this is all, I can already see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, the first beer I'm drinking is a poly- polygamy porter. It's yep. a limited-release, barrel-aged bourbon thing to get the alcohol content up a little bit. It's actually a pretty good beer. It That's is. a classic, classic Utah beer. Slightly <laughs> better one. Um, the second beer I'm drinking is the Perfect Disguise Double IPA. This is a... Uh, I can't remember who and, makes this. And who in this movie is, makes this? Who in this movie is perfectly disguised? Well, so the point is, the art on the on the label is a small little. It's a hop, but it looks a little bit like a slug, and it's inside somebody's brain controlling them. Oh so, yeah, like Men in Black style. Yeah, 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 exactly. So if that's not exactly what this fucking movie is, then I don't. They have an X-ray shot showing this happening to the guy from Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, except for. The at your your art depicts more of a robotic situation, fake human. Aren't we all just robots, Jack? Oh boy, that's in deep. today's commercial society. Think uh, about it. Are we not being programmed? <laughs> hey, Jake. Hey, Jack. What are your beers for these fears? My beers are your beers, buddy. Yep, you had me pick them up again. We developed the whole thing. Yes, we have. You brought some side beers. Do you care to shoehorn in any of the side beers? No, I care to drink them. Okay, that'll yeah, be fine. They don't. They need not be spoken. So, what beers did I get for us? Uh, you got Big Sticky by Woodland Empire Brewing here. Yeah, in so right yeah. IPA. Cool. Yep, There's a it. big old sticky old creature in this movie. Yup. I'm assuming that's the connection. It, and I think it works. Uh, yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. I mean, this guy gets big and he gets very sticky. He's quite sticky. I mean, people at the end are literally sticking themselves into him. That's like the whole thing. Yes. Cool. Yeah, yep. it's like a it's like a polygamy porter type of situation at the end there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, those two beers suicided together would be the perfect beer for this movie. Nailed it. With the side beer of the perfect disguise? Uh, no, not did that we, one. Did we all win this week? I think we all win. This is unprecedented. I wow. think society wins. Wow. Yeah, well, that's been true for the a listeners. Time really, podcast. the listeners are the real winners. I mean, that's society. Yeah. Tell your friends, please. <laughs> we'll review us at some point, I promise. And uh, by like next at some week. point next we're, week. We're hoping next Roughly week. Roughly seven but, days uh, from now. Yeah. Maybe. We yeah. haven't lied ever. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> now, Ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we talk about what else has been rocking our horror worlds. But as this comes out, it's actually going to come out on the first of the goddamn month. We did it. Timed it perfectly. Happens once every eight months or so, I think. Yeah, and we're not even late. So 
We are going to be talking about the Horror Release Roundup, or HRR. If you head over to our website, adzhorror.com, we will kick you the complete list of horror trailers for movies coming out in the next month. Uh, This one being April, mm, yep, of 2019. Uh, But here on the podcast, we're just going to hit you with a top one, a bottom one, and a dark horse pick. Say, Mark. What's up? Let's start bad this week or this month, because I have a feeling... We all had the same pick here. We did. I, well, I don't know. I have, you haven't put yours in the document yet, but I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> There's well, good reason for this one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there is. We rarely team up on the bottom one. Yeah. And like, let's just fly through it, okay, Mark? Give it. Give the reason. Give the reason, Okay, please. the title of this film is Pet Graveyard, brought to you by Uncorked Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> yep. To summarize our thoughts on this, Fuck you! <laughs> Basically, yep. yes. Could yep. not have said it better. This is a classic, like, Transmorphers DVD in the bin at Walmart next to the Transformers. Yes, the thing this that, is The thing that really bullshit. grinds my gears about this one, so obviously it's... <laughs> obviously this is just playing off of Pet Cemetery, which also comes out this month. More on that later. It's not even... It's not even derivative of Pet Cemetery. It's derivative of Flatliners. It's a yeah, Flatliners movie. Yeah, or the Lazarus movie. effect. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah or the Lazarus that's, effect. And then they decided to call it Pet Graveyard to try that's and cash thing in on Pet Prime. Cemetery. Yeah, that's thing there. That, okay. If you can tie those two together, then fine. I mean, the thing Prime that grinds gears here is that they are they're doing that thing that happens, and it's not okay where you actively trick people into spending some money on a movie that is not the movie that they might be thinking it is. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. And more Which, often, don't you're... be stupid as a consumer, please. Yeah, this but... is out there. People are not great. They're going to get you when they can. This is one of those <laughs> instances. More don't often, get got. My problem is more often, it's not the horror fans that are going to get tricked. It's people who, well-meaning people who want to buy a gift for a horror fan yeah, or something but, like that. Exactly. Yeah, but grandma. Grandma. Or <laughs> me when I'm drunk and trying to watch Pet Cemetery <laughs> in a month on Amazon. Um. I have a question. <laughs> What's that movie about pets and graveyards? Uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I have a legal question for you, Jake. Yes, sir. Um, nope. It- I'm Jack. I'm <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> point. No, I specifically went for Jake on that one. Oh, okay. As a, as oh, a, what was, can I do joke. for you? That was that, It was a misdirect? What can I Damn do for it. you? If you named a movie Pet Cemetery but spelled correctly, would that yeah. be an infringement of copyright? Most likely. I don't know who he's asking. I, I think he was asking I am me. legitimately asking Jack, but I said Jake is a misdirect. That was a joke, and now I'm explaining it, which makes it even funnier. No, it makes <laughs> it way worse. you are actually asking me. I think you're I, mean, I am actually, well, frankly, either of you that has legal expertise. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. So there, Why don't I mean, you take this There's one? a couple of things. It might not necessarily be a copyright infringement because the name of a work is hard to copyright in and of itself, but there are other things it can be, and causing unnecessary confusion for the purpose of scamming consumers is not okay, even if it's not copyright infringement. So why is this so common? I mean, because it's the, it's hard to definitively prove. You oftentimes have to prove motives that's difficult to do, and so it's an easy one to get away with. So why do you have to change your name, the name of your beer, from... <laughs> from Rustler to Outlaw. From Outlaw to Rustler. <laughs> if you don't have to change the name of your movie to something that's not basically the same thing. I mean, it's... Not 100% clear to me that they did. Obviously, they sought legal advice. Um, but also, just avoiding even threatened litigation is sometimes a boon and would cost changing the name cost less money than litigating even a frivolous case. This has been A to Z Horror Corner. That was boring as shit, wasn't it? A to Z Horror Legal, legal Corner. corner. <laughs> Please get it right. Oh, A to Z Horror Corner? Yes. I'm missing, listener, I'm missing full on periods of today, so this <laughs> yeah, might not go well. It's a period of rolling blackout, and you've had about a sip of beer so far. I don't even know if about a sip would qualify. <laughs> Frankly, oh. that might be the reason. Jake, you Jake, need to I get think... tanked and then at... come back to us. 
Okay, uh, why don't you scare Corey for a minute? I'm going to get a quick drunk on. Yeah, a- as a punishment, go sit in the A to Z horror corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind it's of just am. Full of beer. If you could only see our uh, our palatial recording studio, you'd realize that everything is a corner. Yes, absolutely. Um, and somehow I'm sitting two feet away from you and I cannot see you. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, God damn in any it. case, in summary, fuck this movie and fuck Uncorked for doing yeah. this. Yeah, they're and back we've been down so the nice the to you. That's the working. other. Hold on. That's the other thing. We've been so nice to you, Uncorked. Yeah, we've really been giving you a shot. And then you come out and you hit us with one of these. Boo. Boo. I was okay. legitimately going to watch Gehenna because it keeps getting suggested to me. Yeah. And now I probably still will, but whatever. <laughs> they're on notice. All right. Well, let's get the nose up on this particular negativity train here. Let's talk about Dark Horse picks. Mark, you want to start us Ooh. off here? What yeah, this is the Dark Horsiest of Dark Horses because uh, we have very little information to go off of. I Trapped <laughs> the Devil is an IFC Midnight pick that is coming out at the end of April. There's no trailer released for it yet. Apparently, it's about a man who decides to trap the devil in his basement somehow, and then uh, his family drops in on him and decides to just visit, and he has to, like, balance those two things. It's wacky. (laughs) I I honestly have no idea what the tone of this movie is going to be, and it could be anywhere from, like, this is an... This is a metaphor for alcoholism, or it's, like, legitimately a funny movie about him trying to hide in the basement. Look, first of all, IFC Midnight bodes well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. Trapped the Devil. Props for a movie that the title is exactly, well, this better be exactly what this movie is, or I'm what I'm saying is irrelevant. <laughs> but if the movie is exactly that, then I love it. It's right there on Already. the tin. It reminds Just, me, Jack, of that We Summoned a Demon movie, yeah. the short yes. movie that we saw two years yes. ago yeah. at the Idaho Horror Film Festival. Because yeah. what do they do in that, Mark? They, they summoned summon a, a demon, and Holy then they have shit. to deal with, like, oh, shit, we summoned a demon. What the fuck? And then one of the guy's arms gets ripped off. <laughs> it's so good. That was great. <laughs> I want this to just be that, Yeah. basically. Exactly. That's what I'm going for yeah. here. We don't know anything about it. It's Dark cool. Horse. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's IFC Midnight, so I have reason to believe it will be at least competent. Solid. Solid. Mm-hmm. Now, Jake, you and I better not have the same uh, Dark Horse pick, because it's almost a good and goddamn guarantee that we have the same top one. Uh, it, it is a guarantee. Okay. Uh, why? <laughs> Let's see if we have the same Dark Horse. What'd you go with? Uh, I went with The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Yeah, we didn't, but okay. good, good pick, good pick. Good yeah, pick. I'm, I'm really interested in this movie. This is the, the Hillary Duff stars. Where have you Sharon been all Tate. my life? So that's pretty interesting, and yeah. this is like going in with the whole crazy... I don't know how much of her life it's getting into, but her life story is insane being married to roman polanski and then getting murdered by the manson family and all i know is that this woman was the actress that was murdered by the mansons yeah That's it's all I know. completely insane okay so i know i know literally nothing about her but okay, more well, on that in a minute uh okay well in any case i'm fascinated by the whole manson story as the sharon tate story in and of itself is fascinating even if you remove the mansoniest parts of it so I think this could be ghosts. really good. The trailer looks well put together, and Hillary Duff looks Hillary Duff. Yeah, Hillary Duff looks like she's <laughs> fucking killing. It didn't sound like a Hillary real name. Swank. Yeah, it didn't. Sound, Hillary Duff didn't sound right after I said it. So. Uh, I like that this movie has the uh, based on true events thing, but hey, it actually is. Yeah, yeah I hey, don't know. I, I will see. I don't know I, how much of her life was haunting based, and not I don't care. Marilyn Manson and Roman Polanski. That part, the, the murder by, by the hands of the Manson seems to be a guarantee here. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And then also, like, I just have to say about this one, it's a shoe-in for a, fan, a whore fantasy things pick in the future that the blank of insert woman's first and last name. Yes, the gerund of woman's name. That has to... <laughs> if neither, where my gerund's if, at? Where my gerund's at? If none of us pick that, Next year, as a, then we I all, am right now calling for the end of the podcast. <laughs> we will definitely have forgotten. 
Oh yeah, it's definitely yep, exactly. Nope, not I'm not gonna forget. I'm writing it down. <laughs> on my, I'm writing it down on the back of my hand with pen. I'm One of my fantasy forget. things might be Jake calling for the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, that happens almost daily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a, a good pick. Thing. Yeah, good pick, good pick, good pick. Jake, what's your dark horse? I went with Headhunter, the okay. Headhunter, the yeah. Headhunter. Um, I mostly because I this could really go either way. I like movies. I tend to like movies that kind of focus in on a smaller cast and are more psychological, brooding, that style. I, I mean, I gave A Dark Song my movie of the year two years ago now, 2018. No, a 2017. A, a great movie, but it kind of had that element to it. Another movie that I really liked that came out that year was The Alchemist Cookbook, and that was basically one dude in the woods, and there was a lot of humor there, which I'm not expecting from this. This is basically just some warrior who collects heads as the, this is another one where the title really is about what the movie is yeah, and he's right going there. after another and we'll see what happens but basically if this successfully builds atmosphere throughout and he does a good job of carrying the load it's a tall order it's going to be fucking awesome but like i said it's a tall order so it might just fall flat yeah that's a good dark it looks pit. like it's well shot though so it at least has that going for it and the dude has a hell of a man beard mane. It's just yeah. a beard. You can just say beard in that. I wanted to say man mane, but it's not. A man mane's actual flow. Yeah. I got caught. Well, he still I'm... has actual flow. Yeah, a bit, but he's kind of covering <laughs> it, it up with it his helmet. It pales into comparison with his face flow. Face flow. <laughs> you got body flow, too, actually. <laughs> and some armor it's a, flow. It's a, it's a hard body. Guy, it's confusing. This guy is all about flow, and that's why it's my Sickest dark horse. Flow. I like it. Hey, Mark. Yep. What are you most excited for? Now, I haven't read your guys' top one picks. Uh, it sounds like Jake and I have the exact same one, so I hope you don't too. But given he, your proclivities, I don't dude. think you will. No yeah, no, it's not It's not the one you guys chose. I picked The Haunting of Sharon Tate, which you already talked about. Oh, sure. I know, okay. I know virtually nothing about Sharon Tate, um, and I'm excited I, to learn because apparently her life was evenly split between ghosts and the Manson family, which then is I, good horror fodder. I also, sincerely apologize if I did spoil the ending of her life for you. Yeah, I mean, that's given away in the trailer. In the Yeah, so. the title of the movie. I mean, well, not the title of the movie. Fuck. The movie. I don't think you're watching this one to find out what happens to Sharon Tate. That is a matter of historical <laughs> I hope not. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah. If this marks a return, well, not a return. If this marks a change in career path for Hilary Duff into uh, horror movies, then I am 100% for it. But the thing that really put this trailer over the top is the the music that they include. So it starts out with the zombies, which I'm always going to upvote the zombies whenever that happens. Uh, but also, I was trying to figure out who sings the pretty, pretty girl thing that happens at the end of the trailer, and the best I could find is that that is literally a recording of Charles Manson singing Pretty, Pretty Girl. He released a number of albums. He wanted to be the next Beatles. That's why he was hanging out with like Mike Love and the Beach Boys for a really long time. He There, you could, there are Man- Manson albums on Spotify. Dude, I need to I need to read more about the Manson family. That is it's a massive insane. blind spot for me. It's insane. Um great trailer. Looks like a good movie. I am yep. really excited to see it. There's also there's a number of like high quality movies coming out this month that I'm going to see anyway. And I like to kind of force my own hand because I always see my top ones. And this is one that if I didn't have it as my top one, it might escape me. So <laughs> this is this is me putting it on the record as I'm definitely going to see this movie. That seems like healthy behavior. It is. I like it. He's making himself watch more horror movies. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I don't watch enough horror movies, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's a good pick. I like it. Um, uh, Jake and I picked The Wind. Yep. Pretty obviously. Psychological horror western. Yep. Psychological horror is pretty much my favorite kind of horror. Westerns are 
Jack. There, we we love them. Yep. Uh, this is those two things jammed and it together. Looks really good. It also I, it looks like a good movie, but then the psychological horror part is really kind of novel. I haven't seen a lot of what this seems like it's promising to be. No, definitely, because it seems like it's also, it's really playing with the isolation thing, or maybe she's yeah. going crazy thing. There's well, you don't know. a vaguely alluded to maybe supernatural thing that might not be supernatural. So it looks, I'm, I'm in for this on every level. Exactly. Uh, we Like Jack just kind of said, we don't know a whole lot about what this is going to be. That is by design. That's what the bread and butter of this movie is. Yeah, and thank you, trailer, for not spelling it out for oh, me. Thank you. Thank you. I just have two mildly related thoughts because I don't want to think about it other than the next time that I think about it being when I'm actually seeing it. Okay. And planning to see it. So I guess whatever. I'm not going to draw out the line for you. But two things. Thought number one. This is going to be as much or more about something coming at night than It Comes at Night was. Yep. Yeah. Thought number two. There's a <laughs> it quick comes little at night bit. was almost about nothing at all. Oh, about nothing at all. <laughs> there's a part of this trailer where uh, uh, a woman is running from wolves. And if they're chasing you, given where you were in your situation, you're dead as fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's no situation in which you escaped those wolves from the Z- position like you zero were in. point zero yeah. zero repeating <laughs> percent chance. Yeah. So this movie's gonna be great. Really, don't for disappoint it. me. My expectations are so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. And is that is that wide theatrical? I think it is. Yes. It's okay. very hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking knows? We only really know for sure when we get it wrong and the production company emails us. It's like, hey, that's not how it's coming out at all. Well, I can guarantee this day. is not a production company that's going to be emailing us. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I mean, for the record, they could very easily just put it on their fucking website, and then when we do our fact-checking things, we can find it. Yep. You that is a lot. email to tell us. <laughs> that's a lot to ask. It's a lot. Uh, before we move along, because that is our entire segment, uh, there are a bunch of movies we should probably at least mention are coming like, out in April. Like okay. Pet Cemetery. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, like, was like hoping our ex- episode would go extra long today. Well, I mean, an extra three minutes isn't going to hurt anybody, except for yep. maybe a few people. Pet <laughs> Cemetery is coming out. Oh, yeah. John Lithgow instead of Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Uh, if I he doesn't say that cat, the cat hasn't had his nuts cut in this, I'm going to lose He's going to say it, Jack. He better. Come on. I feel like you have to say it. Well, yeah, I don't you know, have that's, maybe that's a very interesting, like, that's the, that's the bellwether for this movie. If he says nuts cut, then I like it. Yep. I think so. Okay. That's pretty low bar. We have John Lithgow on record talking about spaying and neutering your pets. So 100% likelihood that you'll like it. And this is this is seemingly a uh, pretty faithful remake, as far Uh, as I can tell from the trailer. Which is yes. I also very much like Jason Clark. He's the like main main guy. But the one thing I'm very curious about is historically they had the Wendigo in the original Pet Cemetery, and then they cut it for length. I'm curious if they're going to actually put the Wendigo in this one. Yeah, I think they'll probably do the Wendigo unless of just the weird ghost guy follow him around. They had the ghost guy in the trailer, though. At least him. They did. He's in there. No, I know. He's in there. I'm not saying they cut him. You can't really cut him. Uh, The next one up is The Curse of La Llorona. This has been out there for a long time. I only wanted to bring this up because every time I hear the name, I think of My Sharona. And it's (laughs) My Sharona. I have a question. I have a question about that one. Uh Did Did we look at that in a prior month's HRR? No. I don't okay. remember. I don't know. I thought I remember weighing in on this. I've definitely seen the trailer, and I You've believe- You've seen the trailer because when I put together the Omnibus for 2019, I had a bunch of trailers in that document of, like, here are the things we should probably check out for the most excited or most anticipated movies. Don't don't, don't beat your drum on air like that, Mark. Well, someone's going to be like That's Patreon-only content, okay? <laughs> Our non-existent Patreon-only content. Shut up. Only content. <laughs> It'll happen, hey, maybe. How's reviewing that language coming, Jake? 
great. <laughs> I've eventually. almost I've almost started. <laughs> You're really preparing for the start. Uh, lastly, there is another Netflix movie that's probably going to spawn spawn like some type of challenge. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's the silence. Jake, I really only bring this one up because I want to hear your grandpa's story about wombats. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, there's not much to tell <laughs> other than that. So growing up, um, my family had a cabin in the kind of back country of Idaho and spent many a weekend during my childhood summers out there uh, sitting around the campfire uh, outside the cabin. And I would always ask my grandpa to tell me scary stories because that's the kind of kid I was. And one of his favorites he called the Wombats. And he kind of, if I'm remembering correctly, I was quite young. He would have like two or three progressions on it, but then he'd repeat them to me because I was a kid and I didn't remember anything for shit. But basically it was, yeah, but (laughs) you know, I tried to attribute it to my childhood instead. Now it's concussions. Um, basically it was just about bats that looked like the creatures in this trailer that would attack and kill and annihilate the population of the earth. It was this. It didn't have anything to do with keeping quiet though. So did it have to do with like, were you supposed to eat your vegetables to keep them at bay or something like that? No, there was no, like, there was nothing. You were just fucked. There's nothing to do to stop them. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It was, well, I don't remember there being any sort of, like, wisdom passed Morality down. Tale. Yeah, no, 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 no. He was just like, yep, you want to hear something scary? How about this? There's these things. They'll kill the whole <laughs> world. Wombats. Yeah, yeah, did you get confused when you found out what a wombat actually was? Um, Do no. you presently know what a wombat is? It's like a little furry little guy. Okay. He waddles it's around. It's like a bandicoot, I think. Yeah, it's a crash <laughs> bandicoot. I think. Yep. So that's the silence that comes out on Netflix on April 12th. Everyone's going to be talking about it <laughs> cool. because it is Netflix. Uh, Jack, get us out of here. All right. Uh, let's go to the feature presentation. Over at agencyhorror.com this week, we watched 2006's Slither, which was a Jack pick. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I picked it cause I haven't seen this movie in a while and I liked it. I'm glad you threw the baton to yourself. Cause I didn't even know if I wanted to know why you picked this movie. Yeah. I, I remember liking it the first time I saw it and being like kind of blown away at w- everything that happens. Well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are some things that happen in this movie. When did, when did you see it? I saw it like, uh, 2010 ish. Just okay. one of those rented college. at college when you were, semester abroad because nobody would watch it with me ah okay yeah so that's interesting because i was gonna say if you had asked me prior to watching this had i seen this i would have been like yeah because i remember i i know what everything this movie looks like (laughs) yeah i had not seen this movie (laughs) yeah so that checks out yeah (laughs) mark Uh, i've seen this once or twice before it was a similar situation i'd seen it before college this came out in 2006 i think i saw it in like 07 or so probably when it hit blockbuster shelves something like that Blockbuster, you dog. <laughs> I mean, technically, we were a Hollywood video family, so it was probably Thank Hollywood you. video. But Thank Blockbuster's you. a little bit more identifiable from the from the nationwide standpoint. Whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> it is. It is basically the exact same thing. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the popcorn at Hollywood better. But having talked about that, now we need to move on to what subgenres of horror this movie fits into. No, we don't. We don't. I we think don't. that's where we we're don't. going, we though. Don't. We go, we're going to a 30-second plot synopsis of this one, nah. Jack. Nah, we could skip that. We aren't going to. I know we can, but we never will. Okay. It's going to start when you start. 
Grant. Grant gets into a fight with his wife, Starla. Uh, he goes off to a bar to blow off some steam, and then he goes into the woods to bang some lady, and then instead he gets hit by a meteor alien parasite needle thing right in his chest that slowly takes over his brain. He starts to transform. His wife asks him what's wrong, and he says it's a bee sting, but he's getting treatment for it. Then the disease starts to progress. He infects the woman he was trying to bang in the woods earlier. She gives birth to a thousand slugs. They infect the police deputies that came to find her, and then he starts assimilating Time. every human in the town. You got halfway through. So yep. if, that. <laughs> if that. Okay, well, the acknowledgement is refreshing. <laughs> I do I'll like that you started off with the fact that his name is Grant Grant. That's the most important part of this movie's plot. <laughs> Let's start. Well, let's put a pin in that. We're gonna. Bring I yeah. Here. I have a I have a question to kick <laughs> off something about the movie's plot. So okay. And then what? Well, just to finish it out though, um, the the dep- he eventually becomes like he starts to take over people uh, that that do his bidding, but then he eventually just assimilates into a flesh pile, uh, and then Nathan Fillion blows him up with a propane tank, and Elizabeth thanks the shoots the final blow. She the shoots end. the final blow. Yep, as the saying goes. Yeah. Well done, Jack. Yeah, okay. I got there. Great. Yeah. I spent too long on the bee sting, and then I was like, it was as it was happening, I was like, I didn't need to be saying this, and then I started panicking. And then yeah, you provided even more detail as you were panicking. I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw the inner machinations <laughs> yeah. of Jack going. Absolutely. Sure. You spent roughly one half second on Elizabeth Banks, but probably 20 seconds on the woman that Grant Grant was trying to bang. Yes. Okay. Hey man, she's the one who gives birth to all the slugs, so yeah, she's she pretty important. She's a very important plot. character. She is. She is a more important character than Elizabeth Banks. You could argue that, and I would give you that argument. <laughs> it's uh, it's a weird one. This movie. Agreed. Let's <laughs> speaking of weird. Let's talk about what subgenres of horror this fits into. Yeah. Who is weirdest subgenre? It Can is it? now. Oh fuck you. Add it up, no, buddy. Do no, it. it's not. Don't add that one. I'm fucking okay. with that. I'm kidding. I was going to say Jake told me to, so I have we to. We have to draw a line somewhere. Uh, this is a body horror movie. Yeah. It sure is. I was going to make that joke thinking you guys were going to shoot me down. <laughs> what? This is inarguably Mark a body horror. I, still, I, I just uh, don't understand where the boundaries of body horror are. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, you guys. This it's fits squarely into quite it. Quite easy. It's super fucking easy to figure out. Uh, it's really hard. It's, <laughs> it's really, not. really hard. Uh, this is an alien. They came to us. Yes, yep, thank it you. It came to us anyway. Well. Yeah, sure. It's a but they. The, well, or it's a singular he, he they. Us. Singular they. You need to just keep with the vagaries here. It's important. I'm a little yeah. confused how this uh, alien works, but it is an an individual actually, entity that survives in that bee sting thing that hits Merle in the chest. I think we can presume that it identifies as male because the woman who got half assimilated like learned its whole life story and called it he. A bunch, yeah. Yeah, yep. so. yeah but maybe it wouldn't want to be identified as he. I just assume she knew because she saw its whole life story. Yeah, well, yeah. it doesn't mean she is calling it by its right name. That's true. Well, God. look, if we're going to get into the gendered language and We're not. Look, we're not. We are not. This is the best three people This is the last that. thing we should be talking about. <laughs> None of us have any authority here. Let's move along. Um This is a comedy. Horror comedy? Absolutely. I think it's fair. Yep. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. It is an alien. They come to us. Body horror comedy. I would not argue for much else. Uh, kind of splatter. The the gunshots that blow off people's heads and holes in them. I mean, like it's the... kind of gross out gory, but I don't know if it's a splatter movie. It just doesn't spend enough time on that. I feel like every scene, there's either someone getting vomited blood on, or like bleeding everywhere, or getting their head blown. It has apart. splattery elements. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna okay. I'll add kind of gory as number sixty two on the list. <laughs> no, that's a sub sub genre. 
Sub sub have you of been, splatter, kind of splatter. Have you been messing up what's a genre and what's a sub or a subgenre and what's a sub subgenre? It's much like body horror. I can't tell where one starts and the other begins. When, at what point is this list too far gone and we just have to start from scratch? Never. Uh, yeah, Jake's right. We can it's rebuild never. it. <laughs> we can make it bigger, stronger, faster. I'm gonna need a million dollars. <laughs> I think. I think. Is that how that works? Six. Six million. Six million. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's a bigger. Steve task Austin was a bit think. before my time. One of the most confusing parts of my childhood was differentiating between Stephen Austin, the Million Dollar Man, Six and Stone Cold man, Steve Austin, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> uh, I had a similar wrestler. problem with Sting the wrestler and Sting the dickhead <laughs> Sting with a loot. The musician. Yeah, <laughs> I could see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. So uh, fuck. Is that a subgenre? <laughs> confusing with World War or with World Wrestling Federation? Yeah. I'll add it. Okay, good. Go. Yeah, don't, we got it. Don't, 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 don't add it. If you added it, I swear. All right, Jake, since you're so eager to not add things to the list, what does this movie do right? Wow, we're already there? Yeah. Interesting. Um, What does this movie do right? I, I think that the humor of this movie is unique. Unique sense of humor. Can yeah, we and pause that and what this does right? I completely agree wow. with that. Wow. Humor- what a weird fucking thing this is. Hold on, I'm still going. This is a weird thing. This movie was weird. I was not expecting the level of weirdness. <laughs> Jake's going on a journey. He's discovering I'm go- something about I, This movie took me on a little bit of he a wasn't journey. wasn't expecting the antagonist to be named Grant Grant. I didn't expect... <laughs> I didn't expect most of what the movie did other than the kind of gross-out body horror stuff. Yeah. I thought this... I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe Wait, hold on. Spot. Jake, what? have you seen this? Did we blow right by you in the... What was no, no. He, no, he I, hadn't. He I thought he had, but he had not. Yeah, I had okay, not I seen just this. wasn't paying it. I was in a fugue state. Sorry. We're, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you. Fugue state Sunday. Uh, Yeah, dude. No, I was not prepared for the weird sense of humor that this movie had. It takes itself roughly... Two percent seriously, totally, and, and I, I appreciate that because if it took it any, it took itself any more seriously, it wouldn't work at all. Yeah, and I think the humor comes from a few different places that all work and mesh really well together. The first being this thing was written and directed by James Gunn. Yeah, okay, right? talk to me about that. So this is his first major motion picture to have directed okay. and be the sole writer on, and he got his start. Like I think his first script credit is Tromeo and Juliet. So that's why they have a scene where someone's watching Toxic Avenger. Yes, a little bit of little bit of little bit of trauma stuff. Yeah, I definitely. actually didn't know that that James Gunn came out of the trauma scene. But I think he came out of like the best parts. So the, I like comparing this. There to are trauma. no best parts of trauma. No, because this is what whoa, I wish trauma movies whoa. were. Have some joy in your heart. Like Mark. obscenely gory, really stupid, schlocky. But this one is intelligently written and not just yeah. bad. Like this one's well done. I mean, you can. I that makes a lot of sense. Like I saw the Toxic Avenger thing and I was like, okay, like I can clearly see that they're tipping the hat there and I understand now why there's a little bit of a connection and how stupid this feels. Yeah. Uh I know what you mean though, where this is a little bit more intelligent at its heart. Right. It also reminded me of some of Peter Jackson's earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, yeah. I mean the that's more on the splattery side for sure, but his kind of potty sense of humor with the ultra gore gross out horror elements fit the bill almost exactly yeah it's just a little evolved (laughs) yeah for sure yeah and i think that works really well when you get such talented comedic performers to say the dialogue being primarily nathan fillion and elizabeth banks both of them are terrific it helps yeah they're both they're both spectacular comedians elizabeth banks probably more than nathan fillion but i mean they both have those 
they're both the type of actor that are imminently charming enough that they can basically pull off any role in this like space. It's yes. kind of the perfect cast for exactly this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. And even Michael Rooker's really good too. Yeah, and even the mayor, I can't remember what his name is. Is side note, is he the mayor or does someone just refer to him as the mayor? I found it very confusing why he was hanging out with I th- cops I th- for the whole movie. I think he is supposed to be the mayor of the small town. He yes. is gr- credited Henry. as Mayor Jack McCready. Yeah, so. okay. Greg I think Henry. that's right. Greg Henry is that actor's name. Yeah. And he has a few pretty solid lines in his own right. I love that the first time we're introduced to him, he's like, you fucking cocksucker. And then immediately someone's like, good morning, mayor. And he's like, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah. I think all that works really well together and, and gels well. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, this... I appreciate that. I had humor written down as my number one as well. So Exactly. Um, I... Lamisma Onda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Can I just, I one of my favorite scenes in this movie, I don't know why it's there. And the fact that it was included is one of the things that makes me most happiest. Uh, there's just the random scene of the lady who we are not introduced to and is never seen again doing the crying game on karaoke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just out of nowhere. It's oh my insane. God, it's so good. Yeah. No, that's very, very oh, good. What a, this movie is a weird thing. What? Yeah. This movie is a weird You're thing. Still, are you still on your journey? I can't get over the journey is going to be <laughs> continuous for a while, bud. Yeah, it's a bizarre thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've talked about the this is this is not a judicious lack thereof effects wise. Yeah, movie. let's get into it. Um, and I think it's movie served really well by it's not universally great, right? There's some stuff that doesn't look good, but there's a whole fuckload of practical that looks really good in here too. And there's CGI that even if it doesn't look great, serves the needs very well. I had a realization during this movie, which is that I am 100% okay with shit CGI as long as it's shit CGI. In 100% of the frame. If they're la- overlaying it over something else, that looks terrible. But if you're putting a cartoon briefly into my movie, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and that's what it does multiple times. It looks bad, but I'm fine. Sure. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Because you do have like that weird flashback scene of the naked yeah. mole rats fighting the slugs, and you also have the thing at the beginning of the meteorite entering the th- entering yep. the atmosphere, and that's all CGI. Like they, It's basically just like straight out of the... the Transformers Saturday morning cartoon television show. And that, I mean, it doesn't look good, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But then there's also, there's some like effects, like gore effects CG that I didn't think looked great, but still like was when okay. the dude gets vertically uh, ghost shipped. Yes. Vertically <laughs> ghost shipped. That's, that's, that's such a good kill though. Oh my I know, God, it's a it's great so kill. Yeah, and it's really schlocky, but it's uh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that with the blood in this movie. Definitely. I mean, oh, it yeah. happens on multiple occasions, but by and lar- the the effects are good. They spend them in the right area because Grant Grant is going to spend a lot of time on screen, and he looks fucking awesome. Yeah, holy shit. I love the mouth thing. That's iconic. It is, and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's super cool looking. Yeah. Yeah, they Super cool. elaborate the mouth thing. Yeah, where it's like the transition from one side of the mouth to the other of like teeth and humanity to like this weird jelly like shark teeth thing. Yeah, yeah but that's all just... that's all practical, right? That's none of that. Yes, that's what, that's, what yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got, I got, I got, You're still. I caught bl- up. I'm very slow, but I got no. Up. But the, here's the problem: my situation with the carbon monoxide in the room and your now fugue state. They, these are not playing nicely together. So I'm gonna need you to keep up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna <laughs> try. I'm trying. Thank you. We're My brain's t- not working very well today, but it is a Sunday, so A to Z horror tri corner. A to Z horror tri corner, nice. Do or do not. 
yeah, Jake, I think also to your point of this being like unexpected and unexpectedly weird, uh, they play with a lot of tropes. Like there's a, the Chekhov's yeah. grenade up yep. at the top that then just fizzles. Yep. And Nathan Fillion's like, well, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, like he, his <laughs> character is like, well, this was supposed to be what I won with. We brought it up earlier. And then it barely does anything once it falls into the pool. I Frankly, I have no idea what a grenade would look like when it went off in a pool, but I feel like it would be bigger than that. I feel like it was, it was like good. a small I, splash. I think smaller than that. And I think I've seen it on Mythbusters, but. Yeah, it's oh, not okay. crazy. It's it, super gonna, not crazy. I'm gonna do some quick YouTubing. Hold if on, it could. Scarecrow, real quick. <laughs> um, I feel like oh, I wait, think we're dancing around this line, but I feel like this perfectly nails the B movie, which is a very Does confusing it? line for me. I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't know what creates a good B movie, but basically all of this stuff combines. They don't take themselves too seriously. The humor is actually pretty funny. The movies kind of smart in its narrative yeah they they didn't set out to make a bad movie in any way shape or form and but okay. i also don't think i don't I also don't think, think anyone did. on the set was had any had any like aspirations toward this thing's gonna blow people's pants off this is like they all kind of knew what they were making i don't know i thought this could like maybe not as like a dramatic masterpiece but this i would have expected this when i was making it to blow people's fucking pants off but the way in which it'll blow your pants off is not the way that will win Academy Awards. It's the way that no. people will be like, that was a weird thing. Yeah. I'm oh, going to tell you about it. I mean, we should mention, this is a good place to bring it up as any, this movie is a, it was a famous flop. Right? It said like, uh, oh, I actually didn't know that. This movie cost 15 mil. Yeah, and it made make. like 7 mil. It didn't make enough. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It's a learning experience. Look, if we got Guardians of the Galaxy out of this, then I'm totally okay with that investment. <laughs> the studio sure. wrote it off as one of those like, oh, we only released it because we had a deal with these companies and this marketing company. So it's like the third one in this deal. Okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because I'm having trouble thinking of another thing this movie does right, but I did, did really enjoy the movie. Rating spoilers. So like it's weird that I'm having trouble thinking of well, another we specific put, thing. We put a lot into thing the first like when we first came out and said hey this movie is a unique humorous thing yeah with we started cast, talking yeah. about acting <laughs> and then we quickly got into its whole history there's a lot that was bucketed there that i think is if you wanted to dive into each of those things independently you could i, I actually have a legitimately different thing than from what we've talked about can i just say things well then I why do. didn't you fuck <laughs> god oh my uh, god there is there is a special place in my heart for a movie wherein a meteorite lands on the Earth, it looks exactly like this meteorite every single time. It looks like a grapefruit that's like rotten, but then cracks open, and then an alien pops out. And then a vagina comes out, <laughs> and then an alien. <laughs> that is, there. There's a special place in my heart for that specific plot device. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the, the alien, this is just a needle, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's it's just a it's just a dick with a needle coming out of it. It just shoots at him. That's all he was in the end. And just a, a dick. dick. <laughs> he got his whole body cut off. So it was a meteor with a vagina with a needle with a dick. That's a metaphor for something. Society. It's always society. The answer is always society. It is. You'll <laughs> find. Commercialism, I think. Yeah. Or robots, just like the perfect disguise, double IPA. Jesus Christ. I have nothing wow. else the movie does right. I got nothing specific. Thanks for adding something that was as robust as that, Mark. I think that's an important note. That is like a legitimate like cornerstone trope of horror history. It is. And if we blew it right is. by it. It is. That's Dick's... an important aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, you're right. And especially in a movie that pays homage to like the movies that came before it as this. Totally. As as no, this I agree does. with that's, you, man. That's a good point. Dicks inside of needles, inside of vaginas, inside of asteroids are a horror staple. On a frog, on the log, on the hole in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's. I think that's how that whole nursery rhyme goes. <laughs> uh, the only thing I have in what it does middle is the effects, right? We talked about how they're great when they're great, and the practical looks amazing, but the CG is regrettable in certain places. For me, my least favorite one was uh, the Dr. House looking at Michael Rooker who got infected. Okay. Um, but also there's some other parts where like just they're adding CG blood to other wounds and stuff and it just doesn't look great. Uh I find it charming. I had that I had that in the does right category. At all points. We talked about it already. At all points. At I think I think J, I think Jack has it right here. It's at worst what it does middle. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. at its best it it contributes well to the charm. I think on balance it is charming. There are oh. there is like literally a moment or two where I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, and to be fair, I did cheat. I tried to have my cake and eat it too by bringing this up in both what it does Twice. right and what it it's does. It's also going to so. come up in what it does wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually watch this movie. <laughs> this movie just does effects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> kind of is true though. Something. Um, just, okay, I got something for does middle. I legitimately can't tell if the small town vibe is earnest or exploitative. It's very hard for me to figure out where the fuck this is supposed to be. They all have southern accents, I think. Is this Texas? Well, or is this like West Virginia? Nathan Fillion has as much of an accent as Nathan Fillion ever has, which is <laughs> almost none. He sounds a lot like Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Mark, Mark, this was quintessential Arkansas. That's close to Texas. There's a part. There's a place called Texarkana that's the <laughs> average of those two things. Yeah, that's, that's how that works. It is how that works. I that know. is one of the stupidest things I've heard today. <laughs> it's not the average of those two things, though. It's, I mean, but it is, if you think about it. It's more the, the mean. I'm not thinking about it. It's more the mean it. of those I'm two not things. thinking no, about it's it. The, okay, it's it's the mean, not the average. Yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it's the mode. Ooh, boy. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Something this movie does middle is uh, the mayor. By the way, the town is Weasley, South Carolina. Ooh, or close. Wheelsy. Close. Oh, they put it in South Carolina. Did, did we know that, or is that like background random someone doing some legwork to figure out where they actually shot it? It's in the first sentence of the Wikipedia plot synopsis that I'm looking at here. So well, then, okay, I don't think they made it that well known. They definitely made. They they had Wheelsy came up a few times. Okay, well, yeah, but I think but... it was specifically supposed to be sort of like Springfield in the Simpsons. Yeah. It's just any town America. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Anyway, what I just said. Something in the movie does middle is the mayor for me because. Oh. He can kind of be funny. We earlier mentioned the the first scene that he's introduced as his potty mouth self, but he gets really annoying at times, too. Yeah. And I just kind of got tired of him. Yeah, I'm with you there. But then, on and on top of that, his death was not satisfying either. Like, it was kind of funny. It was in I service of a joke. His death. I fully eh, disagree with He that. was like, shoot me. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I want you to die, but I was kind of expecting, maybe you'd call this a subversion of a trope, but I was kind of expecting like him, they made him to be annoying. Cool. I was kind of expecting him to get it really hard and he got it in like a much more lighthearted joking way. Yeah, with no But hesitation. I still don't, it didn't, yeah. I think but they're messing with tropes again, Lo, because like you'd have like a no or say something else, but Nathan Fillion waits a full quarter second before just instantly shooting him in the head. It was yeah, funny. Yeah, this. It was funny, but it lacked years. punch. It was funny, but it lacked punch. It's in the middle. Yeah. It's okay. in the middle. Okay. Okay. The yeah, reason that, it's funny, though, is because it lacks punch. That mayor character does. Yeah, that's why it's in the, but it's in the middle. Regrettable language, but that's part of his character, I think. And it, also, it, the mayor is pure mid-2000s 
incarnate. Right, which is when Tim Gunn, or Tim, Tim Gunn, which is when uh, yes. James Gunn sent those tweets that got him in trouble. So James Gum. James Gum. <laughs> uh, I hear and you. Then he said, I mean, make it work. That's kind of actually the other thing I had in Does Middle, which is uh, the note I literally made was tentacle porn? Question mark? Yeah, the trauma sort of. stuff does bleed through a little. <laughs> this movie has a very weird stance on sex, and in a way, it kind of works toward the B-movie aesthetic, but in another way, it did not age well. Uh, No, it didn't, although I'll tell you what, it did not do what I was expecting it to do, which is especially when the one leech slug thing is swimming in the woman's bath. It ignored a hole I was expecting it to not ignore, even though I've seen this movie a couple of times before. (laughs) Yeah, that's I was 100% sure about where it was was going, and I was wrong. That's a good Um, thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm very good with that. Yeah, 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 certainly. And I remember that was – that's the centerpiece of this movie, that specific scene. It's on the poster. Yep, yep. It featured heavily in the trailers. Yeah. I mean, I remember when this came out, I don't think I saw this in the theaters. I'm pretty sure I waited for it to come out on DVD, but, like – that was the scene that everyone knew from this movie. That was how they. That was the elevator pitch, which is insane. Was, I mean, yeah, but it's also. I mean, I that's know. pretty much. That's pretty on brand for the mid aughts. Yeah, and it's also kind of a horror thing. I mean, I yeah. I look at that scene and I think back to you know Nightmare on Elm Street or something. Oh, there's like a that. lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's. But that, for for a movie that also features like a. a inflated as shit like two story tall round woman that bursts slugs everywhere and a house sized amalgamation of human people of fucking Cronenbergs like that is not the most (laughs) memorable thing to me the Cronenberg amalgamation yeah yeah fair enough I guess they justified in the end but there's still a weird stance that this takes oh yeah absolutely that's all that's all that's all I'm saying for the does middle I don't want to talk about how much it awoke in me as a as a teenager. We're gonna move right past it. <laughs> uh, here's something that does middle, I guess. Uh, no, that's more of a nitpick. I'll save that for a nitpick. Okay. Okay. It's an important nitpick, though. Uh, I think that ooh. means we're moving on to does wrong, ooh. unless you have more ooh. middles. No, I don't. Ooh. I don't, okay. and I ooh. don't have that much in stuff the movie actively does wrong. I actually had more to say about the mayor that I had in the does wrong category. I actually, I mean, his character himself, I I actually rather like, but. The conclusion of his plotline is one of the most confusing things in this movie. I'm fairly confident they show him getting vomited upon heavily. That wasn't him. That wasn't him? No, that was a different person. I thought so, too, the first time. When he's on the ground and there's, like, taking turns spinning on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, not yeah. It makes you think it doesn't do a good job, so I agree with you, ultimately. It doesn't okay. do a good job because he gets, like, pulled from the car, right? But then there's you, it stands to reason that there's going to be a dude on the ground that is him getting spat on. Not him, because when they pull him up, you can clearly see that it's not. I I don't think that's him. I don't know. I'm with Jake. I'm with Jake. Well, I mean, he no, he would not have been what he ultimately was if they were spitting on him. Right. That was my point. Is like they go through all of this to think they they go through showing what the other deputy looks like after she gets spat on, and she gets all like swollen and acidy or whatever. And then they get acidy all over this guy. Well, she swells up like the whole thing. You get a goiter. That's that's one of the few things that I have. You get a goiter. Like. The, this thing's powers and abilities vary wildly. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why they included the spitting. It seems unnecessary. 
Yeah. I like that. I, no, I like the spitting, but I don't like it's confusing to me that sometimes it's just acid and sometimes it's I'm going to give you tumors instantly and other times it just doesn't seem to do is there, too much. Is there a reality where that internal inconsistency can be a boon for the film? I don't know. Because I here. feel like that that's is a, a very confusing sentence. I'm going to need you to say it in a completely different set of words so that it makes sense. <laughs> is, there, is there a way that... <laughs> The He's like incon- on thesaurus.com looking at each yeah, of the Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Mayhaps some be fashion. some fashion <laughs> under whence said material in the film. Uh, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't think. I think that the there are there's inconsistency in this movie. It does exist. But ultimately, to me, that kind of plays into the movies that this is like. And none of those are remotely consistent. We can we don't generally consider those to be good films, right? This is a smarter version of those not great films, but so does that be, make that I, part of what it does wrong, or is that part of like the hey we're kind of like this, so we're gonna have some of it included? I don't know. I think it's lazy to just say that the lack of attention to detail there is an homage to other movies that have a lack of attention to detail. But Jack, I have a question. This is America, and is it okay to be lazy sometimes? Sometimes, sometimes. That's your right. <laughs> And you gotta fight for your right, Mark. I think that's the To be lazy. Tw- I wanna say it's the twentieth amendment. Uh twentieth amendment's ghost related, interestingly. Oh is okay. it really? It, but it's it, no, it's ghost and laziness. Ghosts have the right to be lazy, and future ghosts also have the right to be lazy. So it is written, so shall it be done. <laughs> that, I had yeah. no idea that the twentieth amendment was so woke. <laughs> We're a pro-ghost country, okay? Yeah, okay, good, good. We have a lot of them. <laughs> we have a lot of pro-ghost countries? God, the, the A lot of ghosts. You're not following me today. I don't appreciate it. I, Get him out of here. I fucking wish the 20th Amendment was ghost-related. It's so it fucking It can be. Boring. Make it that way. It Make should it be. that way. It, you could ask a thousand people, and they wouldn't know what it is. I'm sure that if you mention this to a certain human, <laughs> get, get there would be a large push. effort to make it that way. The specific reason I chose the 20th Amendment was because it was the first one. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's because it's one that like slightly tweaked the starting and ending dates of terms of the vice president and president. Oh, so oh, it, is, okay. it is ghost-related. Cool. Yeah, I'm fine with cool. that then. Yeah, cool. Ghost-related. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, no, I was really happy you didn't pick one that actually did really important stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blew right by the Mark, that was suffrage. Senators. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. There was a moment where I hit the 19th, and I almost did that, and then I realized what it was, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Yeah, avoid that one. Avoid the thirteenth for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's just a general rule. <clears throat> uh, hey, let's get back to the movie. Okay. This, Maybe. The narrative heavily features plot armor on oh my everyone God. that's important. This is the most preposterous use of plot armor yep. I've ever seen. I like it. I <laughs> like it. This Nathan is a, Fillion, this is a like, good one. Some of these people drop dead from touching something. Nathan yeah. Fillion's like bathed in this goo from behind. What would he pick up? Like a. a piece of a door that was laying on the ground and it's he's absolutely fine jack if you're too buff to get drunk you're too buff to get got <laughs> there's a lot of stuff with nathan fillion in it where he makes those jokes about how buff he is and he's not that buff like the man i think he's a very handsome man yeah but he's not what you would call I, i'm not potting him i don't know if he's not a, a muscle man if it's a 50 he's, 50 he's play dad bod. he's dad bod he's he's the dad bod guy mark stop it stop <laughs> it with the dad bod okay i know what you're trying Sorry. to do it i do not like it 
I'm playing the long con here, Jake. Yeah, so I know. Spot, I exactly know what like you're trying to do. Mark doesn't go to the gym. He's just naturally like that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just naturally have this beer gut. <laughs> I don't I work mean, on it at all, you guys. That's accurate for me. <laughs> I, I don't go to the gym. I am just naturally like this. <laughs> that's a tautology. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, specifically the scene where they're overwhelmed with a tidal wave of slugs and like six of the eight people who are there immediately bec- like succumb to the slugs. You just have to cover your mouth. Yeah, that's that's the, other, that's the other part. Like, oh yeah, I can just, I can just slugs... sort of put my hand in front of my mouth and I'm fine. Yeah, the slugs gave up after the one hole they couldn't get into that they found. There's other holes they could try to get yeah, into. Yeah, but they're not going to like go up a pant leg or anything. They don't like Why that. not? I don't know. They don't like No, it. I mean, actually, specifically, I think they do go up a pant leg and then they still give up when they get to your mouth. Yeah, but that's, I'm saying if you go up thing. the pant that's leg, the weird thing about all of this. If you go up a pant leg, depending on which pant leg you've gone up, you either have to pass one or two holes on your way to the mouth. They're not. Those don't work. They're not connected to the right systems. <laughs> right. They're not connected to the mouth in any way. The butt and the mouth are not the same system. They only go in the <laughs> in holes, not the out holes. I went to health. Okay. The I love health. I, the mouth I are went not to the health. same system. Might be my favorite sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> I took health You're... online in high school. Oh, I took I took health online through BYU. Thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> <Wow>. Exactly. <laughs> so, I took, so that's going to inform a lot of this discussion. I took re- an unfortunate amount of BYU classes. In <laughs> they <high school>. have <laughs> they have they have a corner on the on the high school health internet. This class, is part of market. their fucking long con, man. <laughs> <laughs> My whole view on health was in. I am not okay with this. I'm coming to some realizations today that I'm not okay with. <laughs> A lot of Jake's past interactions are starting to make sense. <laughs> do you remember? The, do you remember the question on the final that was true or false? Alcohol ruins families. No, I don't remember. I that. mean, true, <laughs> inarguably <laughs> true. I don't know. I have a lovely time discussing alcohol with my lovely girlfriend. I, it doesn't ruin every family. <laughs> it ruins some families. I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> takes me a minute. <laughs> this Sunday There's recording thing is a doozy. <laughs> From oh, the from, so for a movie that is written, I have a, I, I really hesitate to say this is written intelligently, but it, it is like pretty well put together from a script perspective. Oh, absolutely, but is, yeah. They do have a lot of like glaring issues. Case in point being that they have a scene relatively early on that establishes that the mayor is carrying a lighter when he's in the basement trying to see what's going on, and he yep. flicks it a bunch of times, and it goes on, and he can see like the seven other people who are who have been like impregnated by whatever and they, they have the eat. hunger by grant grant they have the yeah, hunger by grant grant and then they have the they have the mayor die but then the outcome of the movie is that they use a gun to blow up the propane inside of grant grant correct yes but the mayor's dead body's like right there and he has a lighter and guns don't fucking work like that. So why is there not like it just mo- put one really? small line together where the guy where someone grabs a lighter, hits the lighter and throws it at the guy? Well, especially because they went out of their way to like make the propane tank not be used how you would normally expect it to be used, which is like throw right. it at and shoot that, which would exactly. cause sparks exactly. and maybe explode. It's not going to be yeah. as cool if you use a lighter. It would be so much cooler why? Than, some, than Elizabeth Banks picking up the gun and shooting the guy. Okay, explain why. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't yeah, make any a, sense. It doesn't make if any sense. If you let go of a lighter, it's going to immediately stop being lit. Not a Zippo. Yes. Not a Zippo. It's not a Zippo. <laughs> give him a Zippo, then. It's a Bic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. oh, yeah, you're in the zippo. props department. They didn't give, give him a Zippo. zippo. <laughs> 
God, like, either way, there's the like writing. a layup here that was just left on the court. I disagree. Okay? okay, so I inherently disagree with the lighter being cooler. I'm and I know exactly what you're trying to show me. You're like, it's a zippo. Okay, it's gonna stay lit, and you flick it, and you go one liner, and then you toss it, and it's like slow mo spinning. Yeah, and then and then boom. Grant Grant goes sigh, and he says. Anara, she says Anara and throws it. And then exactly. Then, then it's a Con Air thing. Now that I Jesus. get, okay, if they had done the Con Air thing, then you're starting to get me on your team. But I still think that the classic gun is that's just what you do. And is how it, many great movies out there what, do you shoot what shit what to explode? What part of a bullet entering flesh creates fire? What part so. of shooting shit with a gun to explode it ever makes sense? And that's in like every movie uh, but if you shoot a propane tank that has actively leaking gas it can spark off the propane tank and ignite which is exactly what was happening to that fucking propane tank so you want either of those two but not the the, the option that they have i'm saying give me something that makes any amount of sense it made perfect sense it, it made not. as much sense as it makes in any movie where you shoot something to explode it incorrect especially i think the main thing that i look if you're gonna do that that's fine but if you have a earlier scene that is otherwise completely unnecessary wherein the only point of it is to introduce a lighter as a prop then maybe use the lighter as a prop later in the movie they got carried away with the subverting Chekhov's items <laughs> okay yeah that, that <laughs> legitimately might be what it is yeah and I'm actually okay I'm okay with that, okay with that yeah <laughs> oh god that's why that's a nitpick uh, maybe but on that same line I mean right after that scene uh, Nathan Fillion got pumped full of eggs, slug eggs, right? For like a minute, a full straight Yeah, You had to have two in ya. And then once the needle is out of him, once the stabby thing's out of him, he's fine. You had to have two. Well, he was bleeding and he was hurt. Okay, but you'd also still have, I mean, gallons of goo you have to puke out of you. I think that nothing was actually, I think that it was sucking, not... Blowing. I mean, the one that he eventually stabbed into the propane tank was definitely sucking. Were they both sucking? I think they were. I don't know, but you had to have two inside of you. No, so I think they were both blowing, but I, there's I like think, a pressure differential uh, where as long as you exceed the pressure differential on this side, it's going to go back. It's not like it's actively pumping. It's basic osmosis. It's just a, it's just a conduit. It's not osmosis. That's a different <laughs> thing. This no, but is I just mean, delta P. That's why he shoved it into the propane tanks because it sucked all the propane into Grant Grant. Yes. Right. It didn't suck as much as the propane tank is a pressurized vessel and blows backward when you puncture it. So it sucked. So what you think they just in a way them? there was yeah. nothing. It's just delta P. The P inside of you, the, you, of you the really propane think... tank is higher than the P oh inside of Grant Grant. You, you think the arms, neither of those arms, was doing anything, pumping or sucking one way or the other? I mean, I would imagine it's like since it's a biological organism, it's probably a peristaltic, like muscle type contraction thing that doesn't generate a lot of pressure. Then why were the warbles volume. moving down the tube into Nathan Fillion? Because of the peristalsis. Oh Are you my god! To the things peristalsis I'm Mark, does not you're work using that words that no insane. one knows. Well, I do know what peristalsis is. I don't. Peristalsis you, you is two a very s- basic word. No, you no. no I mean, that's no, simply no. False, yeah, you two <laughs> scientists can talk. Maybe so. You have two biological systems, okay? And they are they are interacting with each other via a tube. Peristalsis One, is a normal one. The, the Grant word. Grant side has a muscular mechanism for pumping stuff into another person. It's not like your abdominal cavity is all that pressurized. There's I mean, mine's full of fat, but the air that is in there is like not crazy pressurized, right? So as long as there's some type of feedback mechanism to like create force in one direction then that's the major- how the majority of that stuff's going to flow but if you jam that into a pressurized metallic vessel that contains liquid propane it's going to go it's going to it's going to vaporize and push force backward 
yeah. that's going to exceed yeah. the musculature, like the, the ability of the muscles to push in the other direction, and that's going to force the I, gas backward. I understand that, Mark. I also understand that the way he's been shown to use these tentacles is by choice. First, he stabs them out. When they stab into something, he waits a minute. He said a one-liner to the, the lady he impregnated, and then he starts pumping. Yeah, but choice. that's just good writing. And then he starts pumping. <laughs> and then he starts pumping. Now, I suppose, actually, it would be sort of an ingenious <laughs> mechanism that one pushes out and one sucks in so that you're getting rid of volume while you're adding volume so that there's not, like, you're not blowing up a balloon as much as you're just replacing stuff. Maybe that's what's happening. That's kind of that what I thought, but I don't know if that's yeah. what's happening. Either way, Nathan Fillion should be full <laughs> of stuff he didn't puke out after the tentacle went away. And peristalsis is not a normal word. I am here for the people. <laughs> totally normal It's word. not normal! Look okay. up peristaltic pumps. It's a great way of delivering a very definitive volume of liquid. Jesus Christ. That doesn't make it a normal Fucking word. Out, out, uh. Christ. It's a pretty normal word. <laughs> I have to move on. I'm you out. I'm school. out. <laughs> Blow it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. You t- caught me off guard. <laughs> I want to talk more about peristalsis. I don't give a shit what you want to do. <laughs> you have Jesus. alienated yourself from the people. <laughs> Mark, you don't even know how much milk costs. Uh, It's like $75 a gallon, I think. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think Mark would probably be the one that would know how much milk would cost amongst us three. I buy I drink, milk all the time. I drink more milk than both of you combined. I, I don't. Uh, I go through about a gallon every six days, I'd say. I don't yeah, drink I milk. I drink more than you. I do not drink milk. <laughs> I don't drink it. I, I, some, I mostly eat it with Cheerios. Yeah, I don't even do that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's made of nuts. Uh, hey, nuts. we're at nitpick station. That's what that whistle means. The Let's o- start talking about nitpicks. The <laughs> other cop, one of the cops, so he's got the radar gun, radar gun early on. I don't think a standard issue radar gun is precise enough to track a bird flying. It totally Oh, yeah. Is. Fundamentally, that is not how radar works. And number two. <laughs> in Arkansas, it is. He's, it's, this isn't Arkansas. In South Carolina, South Carolina. it is. <laughs> in and, the South. And number two, he saw the flying speed of one particular of this warbler. Why does it was he a whipper will? A whipper yeah, will. Yeah, a whipper will. It's very why clear. Do, it why does he right, just Jack. assume that's how fast they all fly? He saw one whippoorwill flying at a certain speed. See, what made me angry about this is that I frantically tried to Google the flight the, speed of whippoorwills. What the flying speed of a whippoorwill was, and they actually got it pretty close to right. It's apparently like about 30 miles an hour. It's Maybe this is a neat pick. This one was going a little <laughs> faster, and this guy incorrectly assumed that's how fast they all fly. I thought he said it was going like 27. No, he no, no, he said he would have expected it to go that. Yeah, he would have thought that it would have went that. Yeah, maybe there was like a gravitational assist going on here. Yeah, because the meteor entering the Earth's atmosphere created some sort of peristalsis. If that, (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) yep, Jake got it. Mark, you're a good teacher. You're a good teacher. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I did it. (laughs) Um, Uh, You taught me more than BYU. Why did they have so fucking much raw meat in their fridge before he got turned into a raw meat? That was another one of mine. He has pounds. Pound. Are you kidding? Of ground me? beef. It's, it's the South, dude. This is not abnormal, guys. That is abnormal. That no, fridge no, is no, no, abnormal. No, no, no. They're a rich that's the amount of ground beef I go through in like three weeks, and he had well, it also, in his meat drawer. That's too much. You, you you have to put some of that in the freezer. Yeah, It'll yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. In the fridge. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. Jeez, right. that's what it's I'm saying. Too much. And then <laughs> to double up on that meat nitpick, when he goes to the store. They packed his meat in the worst possible way with just, like, loose bits of meat rolling out of the back of his pickup. <laughs> well, I assumed he did. Yeah, I, I assumed, assumed he, he did. No, he is. no, because some of it's in bags, and some of it's in paper bags, and a couple of them are in boxes, and some of it, it just loosely spills out. 
I'm assuming that actually he did totally this. rings true to me with the amount of like apathy associated with the people who work in butcher shops at like the local grocery and go type, <laughs> type of situation. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Here's I don't know. Fucking I assume, but they've got a whale on their hands. Now, hold right? on, they've Mark. They've got a guy who's coming in. It's like, I'm gonna make yeah. your fucking day. I, I want to buy to buy one whole cow's worth of ground beef. Yeah, please. I want to buy three sides of meat, please. I also, I have. We have to discuss this for a minute. What do you mean, local grocery and go type places? This is a grocery store. It's also yeah. ostensibly the only one that they have. He knows this man that he's buying. The he meat clearly, from. he clearly went to multiple. He didn't get all of that shit from he, the no. one. No, he went to saw. one. He went to one. Well, that's just wrong. Well, I no, th- that's where that's where Jake's argument of this is the South does yeah. come into play. Yeah. They have all of it, Mark. He, I don't know how to argue against this. This is absurd. What it's you're a, saying is an absurd <laughs> this thing. This town cl- clearly only has one grocery store. Think about the town. What is it? Buck Madness? Buck? Buck? Buck something. Fuck. Reefer Madness. What are you saying? Are you guys legitimately having a stroke? No, the, the like <laughs> the party festival. at the bar. The festival. You, it's a can hunting. You please, can you please just quickly test your carbon monoxide <laughs> tester? <laughs> they're, they're, Is it out of battery? They're kicking off the yes, hunting it's always season. been it's out of battery. Unplugged. <laughs> it's still in the plastic. <laughs> they're kicking and it's off. still going off. It's not even plugged in. It's still going off. They're kicking off the start of hunting season with yeah. Buckfest or whatever. Where oh, okay, yeah. this is I'm actually my next nitpick chronologically. Great, so see, thank I you, served Jake. you up, dude. Nathan Fillion is sitting at the bar, dejectedly saying, "I don't know why a grown man would want to use a thousand dollar gun to shoot a deer or whatever." But then he's hooting and hollering and taking part in the festivities. Where did that about? Face he come liked from? the music. Oh, I don't buy you it. You don't have to be a hunter to like that kind of music, man. Well, I, I know, but he was doing the countdown. The countdown, Jake. I think that he was there for the festivities, but he didn't necessarily condone the killing of the animals. Interesting. He just wanted to party with the people because he's a man of the people. He is a man of the people, and he's the new police chief. Yeah, see? Yeah, okay, okay. Never mind. Neat Take pick. It back. Boom. No, Take neat pick. Back. He has morality, and he's also still a man of the people. That's a neat pick. Okay. Uh, when Elizabeth Banks comes home and the lights are all off, she says, "It's uh, check that fuse. It's probably not a fuse. That's a nice house. It's probably a circuit breaker. When has when has it ever been a fuse? It's Honestly, never, uh, I've never, I don't think I've been inside a house that has fuses anymore. Post nineteen forty, it's rare. <laughs> yeah, Jack, your house was built in nineteen oh one or something. What, does your house have a breaker? Uh, breakers. We have a combination of fuses and circuit breakers. It's baffling. Okay, <laughs> my house. <laughs> there you go. My house was built in eighteen ninety, and it's all breakers. Yeah, but your house is nice. They made it. Your house isn't held together by duct tape and Elmer's glue. Yeah. Neither is Jack's. <laughs> yeah, mine's okay. just held together with six layers of lath and plaster for reasons <laughs> nobody's been able to adequately explain to me. That's fine. That adds to the aura. <laughs> <laughs> the middle layer is just pure asbestos plaster. I ripped down that one wall in our old bedroom, and I found a coat hook facing the wrong way inside the wall. It's insane. <laughs> It's like you're shaving away a fossil yeah, somehow. Exactly. Hey, does somebody who isn't me have a nitpick they want to say? Because I'll just keep Oh, going. I have a few. Yeah. Keep for going. the famous bathtub scene, the slug has to slither all the way past her mouth to the opposite end of the tub. When it sees her through the window, it knows how she's oriented. It slithers all the way past her to her feet, then climbs up, then swims back to her mouth. Yeah. Yep. And to double up on that nitpick, I get that she's like not hearing a lot of things and it's being kind of quiet. But if a large thing fell into her water and was moving quickly through you it, know, you would know, you would know, jostling, you would be aware yeah, of it. You'd know well yeah. before. But my main nitpick there is like, why wouldn't you, as a 
as like a cinematographer or whoever is in charge of this on the on the set, why wouldn't you just have her lay the other way and have the slug just come up like the front? <laughs> why wouldn't you just do? I don't understand why you would have it go all the way around and then back. I like it's how bothered super you are by easy that. Fix. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like whatever. I mean that is a nitpick. That is the definition of a nitpick. Uh, and here's another nitpick that kind of involves that same scene. Okay, this movie's rated R. Sure, it has some nudity. But That's it doesn't it? have the nudity, the nudity in which what? I would be interested in, which is either Elizabeth Banks or Nathan Fillion. What is the nudity that it has? I don't even remember any. You see her nipples <laughs> when she's getting out of the tub. I don't think the I don't think oh. the MPAA has any like rules around ratings like Oh, it's an A-list actor, therefore it's R. It's a B-list actor, it's PG-13. That's I not what I, I meant. I said this I movie is an R-rated the movie works. and they are willing to show nudity as evidenced by the nudity they show. They have the room to because it's rated R and they didn't Did show, they show me any Nathan nudity? I don't doll. remember nudity in this. What? Did they show nudity? Again, you see her nipples when she's getting out of the I tub. don't remember that. I'll go oh, frame by frame oh, yeah, with you yeah, later. Yeah. I'll show okay. you some nipple. I remember. Okay, fine. I remember <laughs> fat guy butt. I remember that. that yeah, I have a nitpick yeah. with fat guy butt. You see a lot of nudity. I mean, I'm kind of interested in the, the nipples nudity, but I, I see nudity I'm not interested in fat guy's butt and Nathan Dong. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Dong. Dong. <laughs> Nathan Fillion never hangs dogs. <laughs> I have a nick pick. I have a nitpick with how much you want to see Nathan Fillion's dog. I have a neat pick. Or Elizabeth <laughs> with Banks. With that? <laughs> supple yeah, breasts. Oh shit. Supple breasts. Um, so I guess we've established at this point that this is South Carolina. It's and this is whatever. probably just giving away the fact that I've never been to South Carolina. But they also have a like they're the stakeout scene, they're all predominantly able to see their breath. When they're when they're exhaling, which would, yeah. to me imply that it's very cold. It's the does fall. it ever get that cold in South Carolina? It's Isn't this like in the middle of the fucking summer? N- no, I bet it absolutely gets that cold. It in does, South Carolina. it does. But I would assume that okay, it does. I would assume buck season is probably happening what early October. Yeah, that's about so probably where it's that right. might be a little late. It might be like late September. So, ah, uh, see the breath at night, maybe because that's like just barely after them needing to hydrate the shit out of people at football games like okay. they, they, they need straight up ivs at clemson until like jake's, almost october jake's only like signpost of reality is what happens in college football <laughs> it's hot uh, in death see. valley that's why they call it death valley uh other there deer are other season reasons. in south carolina opens october 11th okay yeah yeah so okay so we'll be late october. you could i guess that makes sense you okay, could so it, that's a maybe nitpick especially like inland south carolina when you're getting closer to arkansas it's going to be colder. Yeah, and this was before global warming. It wasn't that warm then, Mark. I don't... Wait, am I this <laughs> I, bad at geography that I don't think that South Carolina and Arkansas no, interact whatsoever? They don't. I, but I like in that he breezed by my scientific them. misstatement to argue with your Yeah, I like that. And mine is mine is objectively true. In Inland South Carolina is going to be closer to where Arkansas is than coastal South Carolina. <laughs> okay, but so is like Inland Washington is going to be closer to Inland Florida. Yes. <laughs> okay. What fine, point cool. do both of you think? There's no arguing? marine layer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus. I have Christ. I have one last I think this is a nitpick, and I say this knowing full well that this could easily be the intro stinger, but also I'm very curious what the what the mascot of the high school is. Could one of you could either of you explain to me just I just need to know what is a cooter? <laughs> Mark <laughs> Mark? Yes. I'm assuming it is a 
woodchuck type creature. No, I'll tell you, <laughs> I did Google it when I saw this okay, movie. Okay, good, it's good. A freshwater I did not. Turtle in I the was... Eastern United States. It's a turtle. Oh, it's sir, a turtle. that's an actual thing. Yeah, cooters, turtles. How did it become associated with cooters? Really? <laughs> I don't know. Really? That's, that's the real story here. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I think that's intro and outro stinger. <laughs> how did the word cooter become Why associated with Why didn't they just shoot him when they saw how fucked up he was? Yeah, I don't in know. In the field. Like, when he, like, squiggled his arm around her neck, I'm shooting right there. When he first... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's actually another That's another when... nitpick that I had. They have this whole scene where he has this, like, tentacle thing coming out, and the best they can do is him, like, lazily knocking over a lamp and then kind of, like, fussing. I actually, I actually loved that when he was, like, blah, with the lamp. I'm talking <laughs> later. It's practical effects. I don't effects, even think he fully knocked yeah. over the lamp. He just sort of bumped it. It just moved yeah, I don't think that was in the script. I think that's just the weird practical he had slapped onto him. It's just like, ah, oh, bah. <laughs> that is such a fucking awesome scene. He's just, like, kind of, like, running into shit as he runs away. It's yeah, perfect. It's amazing. No, but I'm talking when they're in the field. When they actually stake out, they're in the field, they're ready to go. They see him. He is an abomination. Just shoot him immediately. That guy's way too far gone. Oh, definitely. Oh, Just yeah, shoot you're the not guy. Saving him. Wait, it's should we go right back there. to the A to Z corner? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there all day, buddy. <laughs> yes, Mark, let's go back to the corner. Uh, if you if you are a police officer and you see a monstrosity, I assume that's in the police handbook. Uh-huh. Uh, can you just shoot it? Yeah, I'm comfortable saying that uh, in the police handbook section on monstrosities, it says just go fucking nuts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Su- subsection 8.2 monstrosities. 8.2.1.1. Just look, go fucking nuts. Look, 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 look. With police behavior these days, I have to assume that it's somewhere in the handbook. <laughs> okay? <laughs> How to deal kindly with monstrosities. Now, I mean, I look, you you have a you have a, a vest cam on. If you legitimately see a monster, you'll be exonerated, right? Like, I don't think there's a jury in this country. That Look, will that guy is a legitimate monster. These officers did monster. not have body cams. They I had, have a nitpick with that. They don't have body cams. Body in cams Arkansas. protect both parties. Yeah. Yeah. I have no other nitpicks. Nope. Oh, I've got three more, and they're all Fuck. Elizabeth Banks' character. Rapid related. fire. Go. Oh, let's pretty do quick. it. They're pretty, pretty, pretty quick. Uh, the first one is when she gets suspicious of Grant Grant, and she, like, breaks off the lock to his basement room. A baseball bat is the almost the worst possible tool for that particular task. Yep, agreed. Yeah, to her point, to like to the point of the to movie. Point. I'm impressed by her baseball bat abilities. She it's gets that thing off in like insane. three swings. Yeah, that's the worst tool you could have possibly. She chosen. probably played softball, man. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's that- a good backstory. They swing, dude. They sw- have to swing hard. Those things are fucking heaters. Let's go. Did anyone she- tell Elizabeth Banks that she should swing away? Oh, fuck. There's another nitpick. Four nitpicks. Three. (laughs) Um, She walks in and they conspicuously show the light switch turned to the opposition and the pitch blackness coming from downstairs. She doesn't turn on the lights, walks all the way downstairs and then turns on a different light switch. It's ridiculous. There's I have a light switch at the top and bottom of my stairs. Yes, but she doesn't actuate it at the top. Actuate. When she's going down to be scared of something. It's covered in plastic and smells like death down there. Why did actuate is also a very common word, Jake? No, I just know this is a totally different thing. When he said you actuate, actuate the peristalsis. I, uh, <laughs> when he said actuate for some reason the only thing my brain could think of was that it was like Harry Potter it was like a wizard spell. <laughs> like you'd wave your wand and say actuate. Are you happy you said that? Was no, that I'm very saying? sad. Oh my god. You made me do it. <laughs> if you actuate the peristalsis, it becomes osmosis, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we're nailing it. That's all Harry Potter shit. <laughs> and then my last nitpick fuck is fuck. after Elizabeth Banks shoots that one guy with the shotgun, 
She then does not actuate the shotgun. We'll bring stop saying actuate. You have to the stop. Shotgun, and she shoots again, and nothing happens because, of course, it doesn't because you haven't put another round in there. And then she just <laughs> drops the shotgun. Like, oh, this is broken. How dare she? Doesn't she know that a shotgun can also be used as a club? Either way, she shouldn't drop it. It's double nitpick. So I have yeah. five There's... nitpicks left. Left? No, no. That, I, you I, had I, five. I was doing a joke, yes. Oh, boy. I'm done. Thank you. Uh, I would just like to give a shout out to Jenna Fisher for being in this movie for like four lines. For being in this lines. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I th- that, was, that was a nice like, oh, hey, it's Pam Beasley. Yeah, but that's pick a, for Jenna Fisher. What a Fisher. weird flex for her. That's like at the height of her fame. No, it's not. 2006 it's was not. like season one of The Office. I thought The Office started in 2003. I smell a bet. Um, it would have been around this time. 2003 is definitely too early. I don't, okay, I, I will bet you that season one was not was after two was season one was before 2006. I'll bet you that season one was after <laughs> 2005. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Isn't that, okay? Yes, done. <laughs> Done. You got a bet. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, cool. Let's do this thing. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Who? That's it. Gambling. <laughs> okay, we had a bet and we have a winner. The Office, the US version, first Which aired we're about. on NBC <laughs> with the first episode Airing on March 24th, 2005. Boom! Damn it! Fuck! And it even aired in March. Even That's off, almost that's a full year. Close. Yeah. That's bizarre. Ooh, yeah. shit. But the point watching? is, the point is, when they were shooting this, that would have been season one. It's not an odd flex. She wasn't really, like, discovered. So, no, actually, that's true. No, you it's were funny. Right. You were Mark, right. you Mark you were laid right. I just down. I it very poorly, and now you owe me a movie. Mark laid down on a bet sword everything. to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking weird. That was a weird flex, Mark. A <laughs> uh, minute, please. The only thing I can do is weird flexes. Well, then, you know. So, Mark, I haven't won one of these dumb bets in quite a little while, and I kind of panicked. I didn't remember how I usually pick these movies, so I just went to an HRR and picked your bottom one. Oh, fuck. Yep. God that's damn gonna it, Jack. That's, that's not the way to do this. this. That's not the way to do this. This one from November be. of 2018. That's recent. Jesus. It's pretty recent. Yeah, it's the one I clicked on. You might remember this Why? one. Uh, do you remember this one, Mark? I have no idea. No. I mean, I probably do when you're going to say <laughs> it, but I don't. The name of this movie has a name that sounds like it's part of a franchise that I don't think it's a part of. Okay. Uh, this is a movie called The Amityville Murders. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I might you accidentally just, sound- just watch the Amityville Horror and claim ignorance. You, you just That's sound the same dejected. Thing, right? You just kind of sound defeated there. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the outcome of this because I feel like I was right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you, I, I said, will watch this bet. as soon as you fucking watch a ghost story because you still owe that to me. Like I said, weird flex, Mark. And so here's here's what you said about it, Mark. And here it is. Here's the low budget, overly reliant on CG, entirely derivative movie of the month. <laughs> That yep. sounds accurate. Yep. 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 Well, I'll watch it and I'll tell you. And uh, can we just, can we just, I'll just record that specific soundbite and then we'll just play it when I review it. Sounds good. Is That's that cool? for, for Patreon subscribers only. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really I'll want to subscribe. I'll find it. Who cares? All right. I'm sorry to do that to you, Mark, but I did legitimately kind of panic there about how to pick a movie for you. You had like five minutes. You had plenty of time. Yeah. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't cut any of that. Come on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
this, this is all organic. It's all live. You're actually listening to this as we're recording it. So, yes, Mark, shout out to Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, like, it's a weird spot for her in this movie. I completely forgot she was here. And then she shows up as the, like, the sheriff's secretary the, for four lines. The woman who talked about what a big poop Nathan Fillion did. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Jenna Fisher. Here you go. Yeah. Roll for you. Yeah. So that's all my nitpicks. Oh, man. Let's get to ratings. Let's yeah, do it. Do it. Go. We over at ADZ Horror use a 1 through 10 ring system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Andy would rate how well he did on the police personality test. Well, I pooched the brain exam. And for 10, think of how Leslie would rate how beautiful and unique Anne is. Oh, Anne, you beautiful, naive, sophisticated newborn baby. What? Anne, you beautiful tropical fish. Anne, you're beautiful and you're organized. Story is the first category to rate these movies. This was my pick, and I'm going to give it a 4 for story. Um, I want to give it a little bit more, but I think that would be unfairly crediting certain like script decisions that I think probably contribute a little more to the next category. So I'm going to give it a four. It's a very classic horror story and they don't do a whole lot else with it as bananas as things get. So it's a four for me. Uh, Mark. I give it a six. I'm, I'm on the opposite side of the average spectrum. It's kind of awesome. Can we talk about that sentence for a second? (laughs) That didn't make any sense. Make any fucking sense. I'm on the opposite I, side of the average spectrum. It, it's not doing a ton. I do kind of like. I, I like the way that it like develops over the course of the movie. But the one thing that I want to highlight here is that it doesn't overcomplicate itself. It doesn't. It doesn't introduce the fucking like federal government agents that come in and do all this shit. Or like, oh, we've been tracking this meteorite for ten years and it finally. Blah, blah, blah. We don't fucking need that. We just need small town America being besieged by a thing, and it, that's what it does. Mark, and I actually really appreciate that. The category isn't called story or judicious lack thereof. No, but I, what I'm saying is... <laughs> I got you. No, I was just trying to give you okay. shit. I got you. Okay. You're, well, you succeeded All right. giving me shit. Good. I broke your stride. Now I'm offended. <laughs> Jake! He's very offended. I gave it a six and a half for almost the same reasons as Mark. I like the simplicity of the story, and given what this movie is, trying to go and explain that in detail would be a detriment. Yeah, I like that. Um <laughs> world building and immersion is our second wow. category. I was trying so hard not to say or judicious lack thereof there. It was really difficult. And immersion or judicious lack thereof. Yeah, Jack, what'd you give it? I gave it a seven. Um, I, I <laughs> think judicious that, lack thereof. Yeah, because they judiciously didn't immerse me. Yeah. Uh, no, this this movie is very immersive. What I'm, did you give it? A seven. I That's high. find Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth Banks endlessly charming. You wanted their dongs. I, yeah. Well, his dong, her supple breasts, sorry. Yes, exactly. I, I like them on screen. I like the tremendous gore effects on screen. I like the way the two interplay. There's never, I mean, there's a couple of things that pull you out a little bit, but Mark, kind of like you said, they pull you out in a way that just uh, is not all that bad. So it's kind of like what I want from a movie like this. So it's a seven. It's high. And I'm also crediting it for the points I took away from story. Ah. Uh. I see. Mark. You do that. We we do that a lot where we flippy floppy. Yeah. Yeah. And did we? I give this a five Even and a half. though it's a perfect rating system. Well, yeah, it's perfect because there are three of us and we all interpret it differently and the wisdom of crowds type of thing. I give this a five <laughs> and a half. This is right down the fucking middle. Um, I, I kind of like the small town atmosphere they go for, but I also have absolutely no idea where this small town like fits into the world. And I think 
intentionally that's where they're going with it that's they're trying to do the any town springfield america but also it's very hard for me to situate this i might watch this again i think they say it's in south carolina i mean maybe maybe they do that that might be like denotatively accurate but that also doesn't really like mean that the, i get it doesn't, it doesn't change they're trying point. to fit yeah, yeah, this yeah, into yeah. this could happen near you this could be small town idaho yeah that know? makes sense no i hear you um I think it's fun to watch. I like watching all of the characters on screen, but also the sense of place is off. Okay. So that's what I'm going after. All right. Jake. Uh, I gave it a four. I think we're kind of on opposite wavelengths right now. I, all I'm going to say really is that this movie was, like I said at the start, this movie was a weird thing, and it really made me think about how it was a weird thing, which is time spent not paying attention to the movie. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with everything Mark said about the world, so, yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to lead us into Scare Factor. I'm going to give it a four for Scare Factor, which is almost entirely dependent on the body horror aspects of this, but even the body horror parts aren't and the... Gore. And gore. And, and gore, yeah. But even the body horror parts aren't the way that, like, a typical body horror movie makes me, like, want to squirm and yeah, feel yeah, gross yeah, and, like, I'm yeah. I'm sick. This one doesn't quite make it like that. It's just gross to look at. So it's it's up there. It's doing good work in that category, but it doesn't apply it to me personally so i don't squirm so i'm giving it a four mark jack you and i are on the same wavelength i gave it a three and a half this is mostly comedy but there are three scenes i would like to highlight that are great which is the uh vertical ghost shipping scene where the yeah. guy gets cut delightful up the middle. that's wonderful the bathtub scene which is the one they heavily featured both on their poster and in the trailer it's preposterous how it actually happens but like that scene itself is good and provides a lot of suspense um, and then the last one is that the scene where Grant is out, Grant Grant is outside the window <laughs> when Elizabeth Banks is like pacing back and forth on the phone with the police and he's like outside the window. And that's actually a pretty good, fucking that's monster. a pretty good scare. Yeah. That's a good scare. Yeah. 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 Before call. he's fully transformed. He's a little mutated, but not fully transformed yeah. yet. Yep. Yeah. Good call. Right. Jake. I gave it a four and a half, which I guess is the highest score. Would you give it a four, yeah. Jack? Yeah. You're the highest. I guess it's the highest score. I, it's really for the same reasons that we've all mentioned, but. Jake was petrified by this. Nah, movie. I mean, I can't look. So this is a body horror movie that is basically all it's doing from a scare standpoint is giving you that kind of gross out factor. This is prim- question primarily a comedy. Did you watch this with your lovely girlfriend? No. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine she'd love that. No. I'm curious what her rating would be. There's... I'm always curious. I'm always curious what her on scare. Rating is. Um, I don't imagine it would be that high. It'd probably be like, I'm kind of giving it this in more of like a, an academic way than like how it made me feel. Does that make sense? Like I felt grossed out at times. Therefore I'm applying it to this category. Sure. But I didn't feel scared at any point because this movie is not setting out to be scary. Yeah. Cause it's funny. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah. That's why it's still below average, but I'm giving it (laughs) massive props for some of the gross out points. So yeah. All right. Effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. I'm going to give this a seven for that particular category. This, I was going to do a joke about how this is a judicious lack thereof movie, but that seems uh, not even like it'd be funny at this point. So this movie fucking goes for it. How dare you? This movie just fucking goes for it. And the parts that work work so goddamn well. It's delightful. There's a ton of practical in here, and I think all the practical looks amazing, especially the Michael Rooker just, like, having shit appended to him scenes are great. And I also think that the pile of House Cronenberg is also very effective and scary. So <laughs> The Cronenberg pile. The Cronenberg pile. It's losing some points, but but very few for the CG. I mean, you need some CG to make, like, blend these this practical together. 
and Mark, like you said, the, some of the CG that like even doesn't work fits the tone of the movie just right. So it's a seven yep. for me. Mark. Yeah, again, we're basically on the same page. I gave it a six and a half. I guess it went a little bit lower. There's there's some regrettable CG. There's like full on cartoon scenes here. Uh, specifically, I think the one that's the worst is when she's in the bathtub and it like almost crawls all the way inside of her and starts to assimilate her. Yeah. And she sees the flashback of like the naked mole rats on Mars getting yeah. assimilated or something. That's not good. It's weird. On Mars. Yeah, I assume. Sure, I mean, yeah. No, they have a whole line about how it, yeah. they're not Martians. Yeah, that's a fucking thing. Fine. Whatever. Uh, and then also the scene where it initially crawls into uh, Rooker's body, Grant Grant's body, and it, there's like the weird like Dr. House x-ray thing. Yeah, it looks also, terrible. Yeah. Also a little weird. I, it got the point across. So I almost success. never like it when movies go full Dr. House. <laughs> but in this case, it doesn't not work, but it is also still regrettable. So, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It looks good. I thought on, you were fine with those balance. scenes because it was like a full effect. Okay, we'll give it your score then. I gave it a seven and a half. I, I think this looked pretty good. I mean, I'm, I don't disagree with what Mark just said about those, but I kind of agree to what he said earlier, which was the fact that they were all you were seeing makes it less intensely repulsive. And then I think that the only other addition I have there is just that some of the blood looks a little bit honky but you know whatever shit honky all right That's i don't gonna... know i'm trying to come up with southern terms because they're in the south <laughs> honky tonk tabby get yeah feeling flabby honky tonk that's gonna bring us into overall i'm waffling between a six and a seven overall on this i think i'm gonna land on a six mm. this movie is delightful though it's a lot of fun it's not without its problems but you are going to enjoy watching this movie especially if you haven't seen it i think you'll have the experience jake had which is holy shit this movie's weird weird thing and there's something to be said for that that's pretty cool mark absolutely i gave it a six as well so jake it's up to you to give the number of the beast um this is a fun watch if you sit and digest it you might come up with some problems but i cannot understate how much this movie reminds me of arachnophobia this is arachnophobia huh. with slugs yeah it's a lot in the similar tone to that it's it's very very similar if you like that movie if you like arachnophobia and if you don't then i don't know who you are because arachnophobia is universally loved That's just so fun you should probably seek this out because it's they're basically the exact same movie yeah jake I gave it a six. Fuck yeah. Yeah, six, you six, did. Six. Not we because did I had to. I we showed Jack. It was it. in my notes. He did. He I showed did. me. He showed me the notes he edited on the fly after you said six, Mark. No, it was there. Yep. It was there. It was I there. I saw all of it. It was there. <laughs> I'm interested. I don't remember what I gave arachnophobia. That's kind of an interesting little exercise. Have we reviewed arachnophobia? Yes. Oh, shit. But seriously? Seriously, Jack? <laughs> Fuck. You were in a fugue state the whole time. Yeah. I've been in a fugue state for years, I gave it a what? Shut up. You gave it a six and a half. I would agree with that. I like arachnophobia more. So tell us what you thought of Slither. That's the movie we're reviewing. It was a weirder <laughs> movie to me than arachnophobia. I thought arachnophobia was more charming, despite the fact that I was also very inherently scared by the subject matter. Maybe that's why, is it did both the humor and the horror side better for me personally. This one was more of that weird, intelligent, but with nods to trauma thing happening. This is not, I'm happy I've seen this, but it's not a movie I would go back to, I don't think. Interesting. All right. So I think you should see it. Ooh, what's the next thing we're supposed to do? <laughs> Where are your thumbs, boys? Uh, mine's mine's pretty high up. High, high mine's, up. High. Mine's up. Hide up. Yeah, mine so, is also hide up. <laughs> hide up. So that's three thumbs up because see it. 
Yeah. But then, I, like I like I just said, I don't know if I'd uh, say see it again. You'd probably go revisit it if it had Nathan Fillion's dong in it. If it had more I Nathan actually, dong No, no, no. I it. actually feel like this is one that you can revisit imminently. You can go back and watch this. I'm not it's, going it's, to. It's legitimately a fun movie. I, I don't wouldn't recommend watching to. it every single week. But like, if this one was in your yearly rotation, wow. I, do, I would have zero quality. I do think that. you're going to catch jokes you didn't catch the first time. Like Mark okay. didn't remember the Martian joke. because they, that, that, But that interaction is one of several amazing Nathan Fillion interactions where the guy's like, Martian. And they're, like, they're not from Mars. He's like, I just mean it means a general outer space term. And Fillion like, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> well, it does, though. He's wrong. The, the word Martian he means takes a, from Mars. He takes a weird stance on that. Well, he's accurate. He's correct. Martian legitimately means from Mars, denotatively. Yes. That's what we're saying. That's what Nathan Fillion Yeah, I saying. agree with the person who's arguing that it's from Mars. Oh, my That's God. Me. The That's mayor, me. The mayor, the mayor guy is the one who says, I just mean alien. Yes, I know. This is the point I'm making. Are you, are you tested your carbon monoxide levels? I uh, no, I haven't. I have a lot of argon. I think is argon radon. Radon is the one I have. <laughs> I have There's a lot, a lot of, argon. of argon gas in this room. <laughs> uh, actually, during work this week, we did like accidentally purge a whole argon tank I was into a room. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you been doing a lot of industrial stripping in that small room in your house? I've been doing a lot of stripping. <laughs> okay, <laughs> lately <laughs> for industries. He does it to industrial music. <laughs> It just puts on nine inch nails and strips in the dark by himself. That's one of the more distressing thoughts I've ever had. That's very (laughs) like literally no I gotta practice, okay? (laughs) That's like a darker Buffalo Bill. Your wife is a lucky woman. (laughs) I'd fuck me. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Uh, this has been episode one hundred and twenty eight. Oh god. I gotta take it. One twenty eight of the A to Z Horecast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to a to zhor.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. That's Facebook, that is Twitter, and those links are going to be right down there in the description below. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, grab that uh, phone that we're sure you're listening to this podcast on. Open up your podcasting app of choice and give this episode a like, rating, review it. Send it on over to somebody you know who might like horror. Believe it or not, all of those things really, really do help. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear, and their link is going to be down there in the description below as well. And next week, as we promised earlier, we're promising again, we're going to be coming at you with a new movie. We wanted to make sure that everyone had a chance to see it. That's why That's why we did it, yeah. Yeah, because we're a spoilery podcast. We just had to give you a moment. Uh, It's us, and we're going to have seen it, and we will talk to you about it, talk at you about it. That's happening next week. And until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everyone. So it was a meteor (laughs) with a vagina with a needle with a dick. That's a metaphor for something.